care what you believe. Just be respectful to what other people believe. Well, and I think be honest, right? Because I think if, if you're saying like, I want someone who is of my same faith and sort of style of that faith, and that's really important to me, then like do that. Hey guys, before the episode starts, just a quick disclaimer. Uh, Jared and I were recording and we forgot to turn the fan off in the background. So for the first 35 minutes, you're gonna hear some noise in the background. I do apologize, but Jared wouldn't re-record it and was actually quite stubborn about it. So I put my foot down. <laughs> he put one of his foot down. And uh, yeah, so just bear with us. Thank you to my producer for trying to uh, get the noise down a little bit. And after 35 minutes, you won't have to listen to the fan anymore. And if you're driving the car, you won't even notice it. Okay, yeah, just turn the sound down a little bit. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode. Jared is here with me today. What up? Hello and goodbye. <sighs> <laughs> This is part two of the spirituality series. Mm -hmm. So on our part one, if you haven't listened to that yet, we just kind of talk about how I had an encounter that brought up some past um, experiences that I had with the church. And mm -hmm. then it kind of incited a spirituality conversation and Jared wasn't ready for it to be over. So we made a part two <laughs> much like in my personal life i'm never ready for a spirituality conversation to be over. <laughs> that's true yes that's very true so anyway that's what's to come so we are excited about that conversation um we just want to catch up a little bit first oh oh you're leaving for philadelphia in yes. two days yes and so we're actually recording this this will come out two weeks later so we're actually, by the time you hear the episode after this, there's going to be a lot of catching up to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. But I am uh, very nervous to fly because I booked these tickets like three weeks ago when like all the numbers were dropping and all the states were opening up and now it's like, as, like riskier than it's ever been. So I've talked to... Family members who are like in the medical field and, and talk to all these people. And my uh, friend gave me a like, legit medical N95 mask. Oh, and I'm going to wear like a face shield and or goggles or mm -hmm. something. I don't know. So I'm going to like just try to be super careful. And mm -hmm. like, so like this morning I legit was like, oh, maybe I should just cancel mm. or postpone. And then mm. I talked to my family and some other people. So I'm going to. I'm going to try to be as safe and careful as possible, mm. but I'm a little nervous. Hopefully you won't get stuck in Philadelphia. I know, that's true. Mm. You're not even taking your podcast mic with you. That's why we're recording this episode early. That's true. Do you know how... Do you, people see how big the podcast mic is and okay, it's like five but pounds? how legit would that be? You walking through... The, and then people would be like, oh, do you have a... Are you on a podcast? And you're like, actually, I am. It's... Hello and goodbye. Wait, I you see think it I'm in just every gonna, intro. You think I'm going to walk with it in my hands <laughs> so everyone can see it? Yes. Yeah. That's what I expect. Or, or do you think I was going to wear one of those clear backpacks like little kids yes. wear? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Or like with the cat that has the cat yes. window? Yeah. Yeah. But that's a for the podcast. Except there's a microphone <laughs> and it says, ask me about my podcast <laughs> on the thing. 
Maybe I should start doing that. You should. Um, so yeah, so you're leaving for Philadelphia. That's why we're yep. doing this episode a little early. But, you know, we hung out this weekend and we had some good conversations. And I don't know, do you want to kind of give an update on your... on your? Uh, <laughs> you want me to tell a specific story. I really do. Yeah. So I've been chatting with people on Hinge and, and Bumble a little bit. So my move, right, We've do, I think we talked about this in the online dating thing, is, like, I don't like to try to, like, get to know someone over a long period of time messaging. Yes. yes. And so normally I'm just like, well, let's meet in person um, for, like, real low-key, quick drink, cup of coffee, whatever. Um, but obviously it's COVID time. So now I've been taking a page from your book and doing the, like, video chat. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Thank you. It's been, yeah, it's been interesting. So many people are like weird about it. I've, I've talked to, I've done like so two where the other person is like, this is my first time doing this. And they're like really like nervous about it. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, that's so weird. I would rather so do far? that than just <laughs> take time out of your day to meet. But anyway. yeah. So here's what happened. Uh, so I've had like nice conversations, like whatever, nothing super, you know, in depth or whatever. Or like, I guess like nothing like major to report. But I talked to this one person and had a decent conversation we were chatting. She works in education as well. I work in education. And we talked for 45 minutes, which seems like, to me, like, where, where that's like a long time to talk. That is a long right? time. Yes. It's not like that's an five minutes in, yes. I'm like, well, like, whatever. Yeah. And I knew, like, fairly quickly, like, that I, there wasn't really a romantic connection. But, like, I also, like, I just like talking to people, right? I, like, chat with strangers whenever I'm around. So we're just chatting, whatever. It's fine. And after 45 minutes, this is what I say. I say, well, um, name, uh, it's been nice talking with you, uh, but I'm gonna let you go. I said, you know, I, I actually am hoping to call a coworker of mine before it gets too late about a work thing. And she goes, oh, okay. And I was like, yeah, thanks for chatting. You know, have a nice night. She goes, you too, bye, bye, hang up. Then I call my co-worker and we talk about this meeting that we have the following day whatever and then like 45 minutes later i get a text that's like i wish i saved it i, I got wish rid you of did it. too Ugh. i wish you screenshotted it uh it's like you know you really should have more respect for the people that you're talking with and like kind of like at least have the decency like not to lie that you have yeah or, or, or she goes she goes I, you should have more respect and just and let the conversation end naturally that mm -hmm. was a thing mm -hmm. instead of making up a lie that like you have to work you know you have something for work at like nine o'clock at night or whatever and so it's so funny because i told someone else this story and they were like yeah that's a funny thing like, like this is a real like male privilege thing too that like women have all these terrible stories with guys and I feel like this is so, like, stereotypical and, like, dumb. But, like, every dude story is, like, then this girl, like, thought I was a bad guy and it hurt my feelings. You know, like, that's that's basically what this story is. So I, like, had that reaction. And I was, like, wait, what the fuck? I was, like, so I, <laughs> what I said immediately was, I was, like, actually, we did talk, like, because we had been texting, like, this whole evening. And I said, I'm sorry that I hurt your feelings. And... She texted back with, like, more of, like, well, I, you know, like, well, when I talk to people, like, it, I try to be respectful and, like, you should too or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I, like, I didn't want to, you know, I was, like, 
I'm not gonna say anything negative. I'm not gonna like whatever. And but also, <laughs> you and I have talked about this where I always like am advising you to just like let things slide and like mm-hmm. why even go back but now I sort of understand thank you because I but I like went back like I think I like <laughs> I think I sent one more text or maybe I don't know I sent one or two more texts and it, I was like all I can control is whether I am honest and polite and courteous and I try to do those things with everybody and I'm sorry that you feel otherwise but actually, like, you're mistaken. And I didn't really address, like, we had been talking for 45 minutes, and there was, like, a long pause, and I said, well, I'm going to let you go. Yeah. Like, what? Like, I don't know yeah. what. But it's like, what was I supposed to wait for in the conversation? Anyway, so then she goes, well, I've said my piece, like, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay. And, like, at some point in here, I was like, I was actually going to text you and say, I enjoyed talking to mm-hmm. you. You seem like a very nice person. I'm not feeling romantic connection. I wish you the best of luck. Like, and then, and I said that, and she still kept like, yeah, coming at me. So, yeah. So clearly, she's got some stuff that she hasn't dealt with, and she. Or I mean, I, I think she just felt like I think her feelings got hurt. Her and feelings got she, hurt, and yeah. she lashed out on you. The only thing I would say that would bug me too is I'm gonna let you go. Puts it projects what you're feeling on her versus just being like, hey, I'm I have to run. I gotta go call a friend. Versus, like, I'm going to let you go. I would be like, I can fucking go on my own. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm over-exaggerating. No, but that's like, fair. Yeah, but I think that would bug me, too. Yeah, I mean, this is that's, like, something that, like, everyone in my family says. Oh, You okay. know, like, that's just something, like... Yeah. I don't know. I, like, say that to everyone. That's my, like, how I get off the phone. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to let you go. Because it's kind of like... Oh, I've been like talking too long. Like, and it's kind. Of, I don't know. Oh. I guess it's supposed to be oh, like I, I appreciate like your time. You're respecting their time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, see, I, I viewed it as like you're being like, okay, I'm gonna let you go because I don't want to talk to you anymore. Oh, interesting. Yeah. No, may, maybe that's how she took so it. So maybe then. that's how I she don't know. took it. I, yeah. But even with that, I don't think you did anything wrong. I think she overreacted and was mean for no reason and. Now you get a taste of what we go through. Yeah. And I mean, and like, but the fact that she was like, like so definitively accusing me of lying with like no evidence. And I was like, no, I didn't do that. But anyway, so I, uh, yeah, that was like a bummer, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But then I was like, man, eh. yeah, you know, so at last. Okay. So the episode before this, I didn't give you guys an update on my life because I wanted to save it for this episode. Oh yeah. But the first dating spirituality episode, I was telling you guys that New York guy and I started talking again. <laughs> well, literally like two days later. <laughs> um, I just, I was freaking out again because it just wasn't going slow enough. It wasn't going slow enough and he was just so excited and he's such a sweet guy and for some reason, I just am scared away from people who pursue me very, very, very strongly. Um, and so that is something I'm working on. And I told him that and I apologize. And he took it really well. And he said, let's just contact me after your program and we'll see where we're at. So um, he was super sweet about it. I have nothing but respect for him. And, you know, I probably will reach out to say hi. I don't know if anything will ever come of it. I A lot of it is like, I just really don't want to be long distance with someone who lives in New York, especially during a pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would love to like, I'm ready to like be in a relationship 
and see someone every day or every other day or three times a week or whatever, like spend the weekends together and be able to have physical connection. And, you know, it, it, I'm not leaving Redlands anytime soon now with everything going on. So it just, it, it feels daunting to, and I think that was a big part of it. If he lived in Redlands, I probably would have handled it a little bit better. Um, because we had such connection in person and I just, the connection was there sometimes on the phone and sometimes my anxiety would get in the way and then the connection wasn't there and mm. then I would freak out. So anyway, um, he was just, could not have been sweeter, could not have been more respectful. And, um, you know, if we don't work out, like, obviously I wish him the best, but I'm sure there will be an update within the next few weeks. <laughs> I also asked Denver guy. So I know uh, on the last dating spirituality episode, I had said that I reached out to Denver guy and I apologized mm -hmm. and I felt closure. Well, then we had said how it'd be so cool if we could get like an X on or something uh -huh. to have a conversation. Well, then I was having like kind of a sappy, sad day. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to ask Denver guy <laughs> if he wants to come on the episode. Because, oh my gosh, you guys, that would be such an amazing episode. So I did reach out to him. I said it could be confidential. You could promote your business if you wanted to, you know. Mm -hmm. And he showed that he saw it because I reached out through Instagram and then he didn't reply. So two days, three days later, I just said, I wish you the best and sent a heart because I, I just needed. OK, I'm like, OK, he's not responding. That's you know, that's it. And then right away he responded with what? I only get 24 hours to make a decision. Mm. And so then I was like, oh, so maybe he is interested. I'm confused. So I just said, oh, I said, OK, yeah, no, you you can take longer to decide. Just, you know, let me know if you want to do it. And I'd love to have you on. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be really honest with him and transparent because I think I just feel like I needed to get this out. And I just said, honestly, the reason I asked you on is because I just want to talk to you again. I feel like I blew it. I was going through things. And um, and then when you didn't respond, I thought the door was closed. Mm. So anyway, again, it showed that he saw it and then he hasn't responded. And it's been like five days. Yeah. So... My guess is I won't hear from him. Even if I do, I have to be really careful because he he really fits into the typical, at least the the what I've seen so far. It fits into what I'm trying to get out of through yes. my through my program. Is mm -hmm. that avoidant personality that I tend to be drawn to because there's it, it's like I I'm not ready for the commitment and I know there's a lack of intimacy available in avoidant men. And so it makes it more safe for me to like approach that situation and repetition compulsion, which is what we were talking about. And I learned a lot in my program this week. You tend to repeat the same pattern of the relationship from a parental figure yes. or an early relationship that really hurt you. And you're trying to repeat it because you're trying to heal. You're trying to change. You're the trying to change the, the ending of yes. the story and you're yep. trying to heal. And you know, I've been, experience so much avoidance and abandonment that you know i'm typically drawn to to that and attracted to that type of person because i want it to change i want it to be different mm -hmm. i want that person and that relationship to heal the wounds that i have um and that's just not going to happen yes so you know this week in my program we talked a lot about like changing like 
affirmations of like, I am no longer attracted to this type of person. Mm. I am attracted to a secure, available, um, and uh, loving person who will make me feel secure and loved in a relationship. Mm. So it, this has actually been a, a really hard week in my program. It, there's been a lot of emotion that has come up. There's a couple exercises that really require me to go deep into the pain that I feel in the past. Mm. And I've written quite a few letters to people in my life that have really hurt me. And yeah, it's, I've, I've definitely like, I felt some resistance to the program this week. Mm -hmm. And I, and I reached out to my coach and she said, that's really normal. And it actually means that you are growing Yes, because you're, you're doing the work, you know? And I mean, I even was to the point where I was like hitting up, trying to hit up guys to like have a hookup just because I didn't, I didn't want to feel it. I didn't want to feel what I was feeling. And, and what I was feeling was loneliness. And that's why I reached out to Denver guy. And, you know, and it's so anyway, it's, it's going well. Actually, by the time you guys hear this, I'll be starting week six. Wow. I know. Week six of six? Week six of eight. Of eight. Okay. Week six of eight. That is, no, that's so cool to have that awareness of like, Wow, I was feeling something internally and trying to flee from it through reaching out to men that were formerly in my life and or thinking about sort of like just kind of having a fling or whatever. Because mm-hmm. I think that's where that impulse comes from in so many of us. Like, mm-hmm. I relate to that so hard. And like, yeah. And I think also I want to echo what your coach said because uh, – uh, brilliant therapist I work with says uh, there's no comfort in the growth zone and there's no growth in the comfort zone mm. you know mm. and like that the growth comes from struggle and difficulty mm-hmm. and 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 that you're in it that means mm-hmm. you're like doing the work which mm-hmm. is I think that's cool yeah I mean I even found myself like I was drinking way more this week I was eating poorly it's so I just I, I, this was definitely like the toughest week so far, but I, yeah. I feel like I did some good work today and I feel ready to kind of like dive into the next stage. So, um, so yeah. Yeah. Here's another therapy sort of, uh, like, like, like phrase, uh, that I think is very cool and applicable, right? Is the only way out is through, mm. you know, you have to like, you have to actually walk through these mm. feelings and re-experience them and like maybe pull up things from the past um and and it's kind of confusing and shitty and like i always use the metaphor of like you have stuff like tucked away in the attic and you're like we don't go up there like we don't look at that stuff and then when you start pulling that stuff out like you kick up all of the dust Mm -hmm. and it's like way worse and then you're like i forgot this was here (laughs) you know yeah but then you're in the process of cleaning it out like that's Mm -hmm. the thing right so it gets harder and then, then you're able to clean mm-hmm. it out, you know? Yeah. So again, if you guys are interested in looking to this program, I'm sure you can still apply. It'll start the week after my program ends. So you can find uh, Dr. Morgan on Instagram at Dr. Morgan Coaching. Hmm. Did I ask you when you brought up reaching out to Denver guy with the apology? Did, I feel like in the last episode, did I, I, I can't remember, I think I did. Did I ask you, I was like, are you sure you're not like sort of in the bargaining stage of, mm. of grief? You said that after the episode. I said it afterwards? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I totally am. I'm, totally, I'm still <laughs> bargaining with him. Like, I'm still like, 
well, can you just come on my episode? Like, like, what if I, I own it? To, I just want to What if I say I get that it was all my yeah. fault? And then like, maybe... Yeah, it was totally, like, it, I blew it. I was the one. Like, yeah. I'll change. I'll be different. And, yeah. And I know, ultimately, unless I just saw a different side of him, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we didn't know each other that long. But, yeah, I'm totally... Well, but, all, and, and here's the thing, though, like, because I've been where you are, like, so many times, and the thing is interpreting his behavior as he's an avoidant man that's the best case scenario right like because i remember when you first brought him up and like you had had this great night and then all of a sudden he like disappeared or whatever i'm like well you don't know if he has like someone in his life like like he could be married like there could be anything right and i'm not casting aspersions on this guy obviously you felt very strongly about him so i'm sure he's a good guy but it's like you just don't know, you yeah. know, and that's the hard part when you have like the one that got away, or you have this very like intense but brief experience. You you know like two percent of the person, and then you fill in the other ninety eight percent with like perfectness. Yeah, and the process of actually getting to know some, you know, like, and, and for me, like when I date now, I try to be because I have that tendency too. Like once I get really excited, I'm like. This person is amazing. This is it. Like after like the first really great date or conversation or whatever. And I try to sort of like recognize that in myself and like tone it down. So it's like okay to still be like excited and and at that fun sort of honeymoon stage. But just have the awareness because otherwise if you assume all perfectness, then the process of actually getting to know the person is just like a series of disappointments mm-hmm. of like oh wait that part's not the perfect thing it's something different and like oh that part too and that part too and so I don't know yeah remind yourself you don't know this guy I know I know and and I may never hear from him again I may mm-hmm. hear from him and drop everything I'm doing <laughs> to cater to him that's what I'm working on that's why I'm in this program so um so yeah I just wanted to be transparent with you guys about it also update on Olive so previous episode I talked more about it but Mm -hmm. her surgery is July 22nd if you guys are able to donate to her surgery you can Venmo me at Liana slash or um, dash Joan you Mm -hmm. obviously do not have to only if you have the funds and feel called to five dollars would help Um, it's very expensive or uh, subscribe to my Patreon and actually get something out of it right like you can do the the tier that's just three bucks a month and just be a member of the hive and sometimes i post on there and it's available to every tier i took away the middle tier i'm I'm thinking about adding it back but i just felt like why not just if you are investing do the do the 20 dollar tier you get the bonus episodes you get all the exclusive videos that are aren't available to anyone else on youtube and um any like behind the scenes stuff that comes out before the episodes even come out so if you're able to, I would love for you guys to, to support my Patreon account. It's www.patreon.com slash hello and goodbye podcast. Don't forget the podcast part. Okay. Anyway, and thank you to my supporters that are already there. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Yeah. They got Well, the supporters have a clip that I think is the best story that's ever been told on the podcast. Is that right? Oh, the, um, the, yes, the, uh... Don't, well, don't, don't tease it, but just, just so people know, like, there's some, like, legit on cool one of the stuff bon- on, on one of the bonus episodes, I tell, you're absolutely right, it's one of the best stories I've ever told I couldn't, podcast. while you were telling it, I was like, Liana, 
Are you kidding? This is the greatest story I've ever... And, like, I was mad as your friend that I'd never heard that story before. <laughs> so that's on the Patreon. Yeah, and... Wait, I probably will eventually tell it on this podcast, but not for a while. you got to yeah. subscribe to that Patreon account. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to get, like, the OG telling of it, because my mind gets blown, like, a hundred different times. <laughs> Maybe I'll do a teaser clip of it <laughs> on uh, on Instagram. Anyway, okay. Let's do it. Let's dive in. Okay. Okay. So, spirituality and dating. Yeah, so let's talk about what we're going to... So this is part two. We wanted to discuss a few more aspects of how spirituality or non-spirituality... True. ...can fit within dating and or relationships and or marriages. Yeah. Right? Yep. So why don't... This was kind of your ball game. So why don't you do start it. with some questions? Okay. So what do you... There's typically on any dating app, there's a question that asks you to self-identify. Mm -hmm. What does yours say? Okay. So for the longest time, I would put Christian. Mm -hmm. And I think I still do. But I also see myself as spiritual. Um, but I, I think I identify more with the Christian side of spiritual, so I usually put Christian. Yes, okay. So, I want mine, I think one of, Bumble only lets you pick one, like you have yes. to choose. Yeah. So that one says spiritual for me. Okay. And then Hinge, actually let me look at it. Hinge, you can put multiple, and yeah. I've got spiritual, agnostic, other. Okay. And I sort of thought about like, do I throw Christian in there? But I also could like, because some people, I've seen some women's profiles where they've got like four where it's like spiritual yeah. agnostic buddhist like other or something like that and then i come across a lot of women whose profiles like sort of not only say christian but say something in one of their answers that is about their faith do you have do you make statements about your i faith? do not i do not so um because i am not trying to okay well this is a little bit of a, a, a blanket statement is sure. that right blanket sure okay but typically if people have on their profile like my partner must have or i want to date if you date me you need to love jesus or yeah. yep. and i do love jesus yeah but typically that type that person it feels very very strongly mm -hmm. about those views and it's maybe on the more conservative side so i always look for if i see christian i always look for liberal if i see christian and conservative it's a no for me that's exactly what another woman i was talking to said she was mm -hmm. like if i see christian and political views conservative like immediate out like no matter what mm -hmm. else is on the profile um and no offense to anyone who's Christian and conservative. It just, that doesn't work for you me. You know that's not a mix. That's not a mix yes. for me. Yeah. yeah. And I feel the same way. I think I maybe have, like, reached out to a few people where their thing says Christian and there's an answer that's, like, God is, like, the most important thing in my life or there's something about, like, Jesus first or something like that or, like, I'm usually, I usually pretty, pretty much shy away from that. But then if they're, other, you know, if it says liberal or something like that, then okay, maybe. Yeah. Well, I will say I prefer on the profile if the guy uses Jesus over God, because mm. usually with God and it says Christian, 
it's like a god and country kind of a thing and then i'm like mm. oh yeah this person and i aren't aren't gonna mix for sure because you just be like god and country with the american flag next to it and then oh, it's boy. like you must know how to like country music and know how to line dance and they've got pictures with you know their cowboy boots or whatever and again that's fine yeah but that ain't me that's not gonna yeah. work for me and you i know, know <laughs> and i know that person would not appreciate my that's beat. exactly you know it's so funny that's what i think in my head when i see that on a woman's profile like even sometimes like i'm like oh like she's cute and then you're scrolling down and you kind of get like injured yeah. and then you see that and you're like ah dang and like what i say in my head is i'm like I'm not looking for you, and you are not looking for me. Yes. Like, I am not the guy that you're looking for. So. Actually, and what's interesting, too, is, like, Christian doesn't really mean anything. Like, I've had a lot of guys that I've matched with that have Christian on there that have been very sexually forward. So it's like, typically, I feel more safe matching with a guy who has, like, Christian on their profile, thinking, like, oh, okay, they have morals, they have values. I'm, like, they're, like, probably 70% not acting like Jesus would. Like trying to trying to hit it. You're trying to hit it. Like you were there on Saturday. I matched with this guy, or uh, yesterday at the yeah, pool. Yeah, I matched yeah. with this guy. What what is so the message? So I said, "Hey, so and so, this is the worst part. Can I skip the clever pickup line?" And he goes, "Your face and body are enough of a pickup for me. Just mm -hmm. it's just come on, like, ah." Like, it's just, okay, all right, so this guy's in it for that. That's what he's in it for. You know, whether he's a good guy or not, maybe he is. But, like, that first thing coming out of your mouth, like, there's so many other things that could have been said. Like, um, yeah, uh, yeah, no worries. How are you? How's your day? Or, um, you know, where do you live? What do you do? Yeah. Uh, you know, don't, don't remark on my body. Yeah. That is disgusting. Yeah, I, it's always a bad move to, like, come out of the gate with a compliment, I feel like. I agree. Like, especially like, something that's based on, Unless it's, like, my like, smile. Yeah, that's the only one I think I've ever done. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I screenshotted another one from Hinge, I feel like. <laughs> so then on Hinge, and I didn't match with him, so I didn't see his profile, but it's kind of the same thing. Like, he, he liked my picture, and he commented, he goes, very nice smile. And then he goes, and great figure. I'm so down, kissy face. What? That is so, like, such an assumptuous thing to say. Yeah. Is assumptuous a word? Presumptuous. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to let it slide if you hadn't said anything. <laughs> Sumptuous is a word. Sumptuous? Yes. What does that mean? It means, like, like rich and, like... Like a like a sumptuous meal or a sumptuous piece of furniture oh, or like, like whatever. Like lavish? Yeah. Sort oh, of. okay. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go, guys. You got a vocabulary. Presumptuous. Yeah. yeah. Presumptuous. So, okay. Getting back to spirituality. Yes. Okay. So this woman I talked to who also, like you said, I'm a no always if it says conservative and Christian because that doesn't work for me. She said, I'm, she said, when people ask me, I describe myself as a progressive Christian. And do you have like a like phrase of how you describe? Yeah, I say I just say I'm a liberal Christian. Hmm. Okay. So, like, okay, for instance, I matched with this guy on Hinge. It said he was conservative, mm -hmm. but he found me first, and I'm like, ah, eh, he's cute. I'm just gonna ask because some people are conservative fiscally. 
right? And sure. they're socially liberal. Yeah, you could be like an old school Republican who Absolutely. wants small government and doesn't get into yeah. all the social issues and whatever. Yeah. And I actually have a few Republican people in my life and we've had those conversations. Yep. They don't support Trump. Yep. They um, do not like what's happening with the masks and with social injustice, but they're still Republican because yep. fiscally they're like, my investments are doing great. But the rest of the world's to shit, right? Yeah. So, uh. so anyway, so I just asked him, I said, hey, listen, how conservative are you? Like, that's how I opened the line. I said, hey, how conservative are you? And he goes, oh, I'm fiscally conservative. Okay. And I said, oh, okay, great. I said, because I'm pretty liberal. And he goes, how liberal? And I was like, well, you know, so-and-so-and-so about Black Lives Matter and uh, women's liberation and all this stuff. And he goes, oh, I heard those are the best kind, laughy face. And then I said, what about you? What are your beliefs? And he was like, yeah, I believe that it should be a man and woman in marriage, that that the Black Lives Matter movement is overdone. And all this stuff that I'm like, you're not just fiscally conservative. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I unmatched him because obviously it didn't work for me. But yeah, sorry that, that I know. No, kind of no, that's no, that's good. I that think was so it's like interesting on his that profile, you. Though. It's so interesting that you called the question like right out of the gate. Oh, for right? sure. I'm not trying to yeah. waste anybody's time. Yeah, no, that's cool. So when I match with someone and their profile says Christian, yeah, usually how I'll approach the topic is like after some conversation or a meet in person, I'll just be like, so your, your profile says Christian. Yes. What does that mean to you? Yeah. So this, cause this is, this is what I'm really interested in is like, when do you have the conversation? Like, what are the questions you ask? Like those kinds of things. Is that fan noise going to be in the background of the entire episode? Well, it's been on now. So if we turn it off, it's going to be noticeable. We should turn it off. So it's just going to cut out halfway through. I don't know how much the mic is picking it up. Let's let's stop and listen first. Okay, guys. Now we now uh, you can enjoy this podcast episode without the fan. Without the fan. Without the fan. It's like for people who sleep like a white no with a white noise machine like me. It's like you just you got yeah. the podcast plus. I, a white maybe noise we put machine. some people to sleep. Yeah, maybe it's like an ASMR <laughs> or maybe, video. Maybe it was like um, a foreshadowing that we're gonna have fans. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. I see what you did there. <laughs> Okay, but you had just said that you're, so that you wait a little bit of time, mm -hmm. and then in a conversation, you will say, the, the way you ask the question is, your profile says, Christian, what does that mean to you? Mm -hmm. What kind of answers do you get to that? Yeah, that's a good question. So sometimes it me sometimes I'll get like the very Christianese answer of like, I believe Jesus is my Lord and Savior, and he died for my sins, and I live my life. Christ-like. Mm -hmm. And that's a great response to me. That sounds great to me. Sometimes it's like, oh, I just, I try to be a good person and I don't really go to church, but I believe in God. And that's also a fine mm -hmm. answer to me. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's like, oh, I just grew up Presbyterian. And so I call myself a Christian. Yeah. So I get one of the three. And the one that I care for the least is the one where they're like, well, I identify as Christian because I grew up this way. And the reason why I, I don't prefer that is because I want people to have a mind for themselves. Yeah. Like if you're going to put that on the profile, like why are you putting on that profile? Why is that important to you? And if it's just a, a name that you call yourself because you're identify as a Christian in America, then like that, I don't know. I'm not trying to judge anyone, but like typically that hasn't worked for me. Um, but I've also dated atheists, Jewish, mm -hmm. agnostic, um, I've never dated Mormon. I've never dated Jehovah's Witness. Mm -hmm. 
I've never dated. Oh, I dated someone who was from Iran. Oh, interesting. So they had a Muslim background. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm open to everything, but usually what works for me is more of that spiritual side. So I'm kind of looking for like someone that says they feel a connection to God or they feel a connection to something mm-hmm. that they know is out there. Yeah. And the the Christianese answer, depending on how it's put, mm-hmm. is like, like if it's like, I go to church every Sunday and I definitely want a partner who goes to church with me every Sunday. And like, then I know that I, they're not going to be happy with me. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So your preferences skew more towards like, more of like what I would call like a hardcore Christian is more like, you're like, cool, I'm cool with that. Like more than I am. Yeah, I think so. But yeah. but we've always known that about each other. Yes. Okay. So we've talked about when you bring it up. So have you had a experience where like, have you dated someone who it's very important that you sort of join their kind of faith in a way? Oh, no. Like, so my ex-husband was Christian. Mm-hmm. But some of that I wonder, like, in terms of how, like, involved he was and everything, sometimes I wonder if he was just trying to please me. Where Well, he went to the, he went to the Christian college. Like, you guys met at a very Christian college. We did, but he, he was a little bit more explorative than I was. Like, he did, like, mushrooms one time and would drink and you know, was okay with having sex before marriage in a Mm -hmm. more like open way, Mm -hmm. which, you know, that is fine. I just, at that point I was like, no drugs, no alcohol, no sex. Right. So what I'm saying is like, I think that when he met me, because I was so strict on these things that he wanted to like, please me. He like went along for the ride. Yeah. uh So, um, and then my boyfriend was atheist Hmm. he grew up mormon very very mormon and he realized at junior high that he did not believe in it at all and he went through the whole process of getting excommunicated from the mormon church wow and he actually had a lot of anger towards mormons and christians and that whole religion because his family essentially um abandoned him Mm -hmm. in a way because he wasn't that way so Anyway, I was so head over heels for this guy. I didn't, I didn't care. But we did have a, a couple moments in our relationship where he made fun of me for being a Christian. Hmm. Um, I was telling him that I really felt like I went through this period in my time and this thing didn't happen to me. And I really felt like God had protected me from that. And he was like, just completely made fun of me for it. Hmm. And it was very disrespectful. And I said to him after that, I said, you know what? Like, let's just not talk about religion in our relationship. Like that needs to be off the table. Hmm. Well, then that really bothered him because he liked having debates about it and he liked talking about it. And, but I'm like, well, if you want to talk about it, be respectful. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, so then I had another relationship where this guy also was an atheist and he also made fun of me. He said to me, actually, this is really a funny story. I said, my dad was guest preaching at a small church and I was going to go and support him. And he sat in the chair across from me. He said, Oh, you're going to go talk with Jesus. And no. I said, and I said to him, you know what? I can fucking talk to Jesus whenever I fucking want to. <laughs> <laughs> and he shut up. He was yeah. like, Oh, okay. 
Good. But um, anyway, obviously those two guys didn't work out. So what I learned from that is, so no, I've never had anyone mm -hmm. that's tried to put me. Well, actually, I think both of them didn't like that I was a Christian. Yes. Yes, Both clearly. of them didn't like that I was a Christian and they made fun of me and were disrespectful. And so I can't be in that kind of relationship. Well, so yeah, that's why atheist went on a profile is a little bit of a, maybe that's not going to work out because of those two experiences. I mean, it depends on, listen guys here, if you take anything away from this episode, I don't care what you believe, just be respectful to what other people believe. Well, and I think be honest, right? Because I think if, if you're saying like, I want someone who is of my same faith and sort of style of that faith. And that's really important to me then like do that. And, and I think what happens is like with those two guys, right? I think we all sort of do this. Like it's, it's, I think it seems to be more of a male trait of like trying to convince people that our way is the right mm -hmm. way. Right. That's a very like dude. It's like thing. a mansplaining. Yes. Slash man spreading. Yes, that is. That's a hundred. Yeah. You're a hundred percent. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I think my version of that is like getting people into open openness and like open mindedness. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, like I believe like, look, whatever gets you there, whatever helps you be a good person and find meaning in your life and, and be connected to others and, and whatever. Um, and my particular brand of that is like, let's like look at how much suffering there is in the world and like do something about it and mm -hmm. whatever. Um but I think there's people, you know, like I've known people who have converted for their partners, mm -hmm. you know, and that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And and I have two friends who are married and she is very devout and he is an atheist mm -hmm. and they handle it in the most like beautiful mm -hmm. way, mm -hmm. you know, like because they're able to do what these two guys that you just described like weren't, which is that I I want you to be you. And I want to allow that, and that doesn't threaten me. Mm -hmm. And also, we will find the places where we intersect, you know? Like, so my friend, who is the atheist in the relationship, is also, like, deeply ethical and, like, being in nature and, like, taking care of the world mm -hmm. and, like, and like um, helping other people mm -hmm. are, like, all so important to him. Mm -hmm. And, like, so they, they find... The connections Common around that, in that, right? Yeah. yeah, you know, and like, and he's like, look, I, I actually believe in like, it's a good thing to do to like, give thanks for the food you're about to eat. Mm -hmm. And just to be like, mindful and appreciative and have gratitude and mm -hmm. stuff like that, right? But, um, you know, but he also then needs a partner, you know, his partner of faith, and, and his wife is like this and she's amazing is, you know, has to be like, well, that's okay. Like, mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't need you to also know that, like, we have to address this thanks to God, yeah. you know, or whatever. And you definitely don't want to go into a relationship trying to change your partner. Mm -hmm. So if you are not comfortable, if you're a Christian and you're not comfortable with your partner being an atheist or if you're Jewish and you're not comfortable with your partner being a Christian or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And you really like that person and you just need them to change so that they fit what you're, that's not going to, mm -mm, don't do that. Mm -mm, that is mm -mm. never going to happen. Um, and just to backtrack on what I was saying about be respectful, you know, I know we've said some really strong political views on here and I, I haven't necessarily been respectful to all political views. I do think that religion is a little different. I think that religion and faith is very, very personal and you can 
absolutely disagree with someone's religious views, but still like, I don't, I'm not agreeing with people that make fun of Christians. Mm-hmm. I think they're doing exactly what they're saying Christians are doing. And mm. I just think it's, it's, you know, I mean, of course we should be respectful to all people and you and I, even though we have very liberal views, we should be respectful to people who have more conservative views. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I think, I think don't stoop, you know, in a relationship, just figure out, like you said, be honest, figure out what you want. And mm-hmm. if it's not going to work for you and you find yourself wanting to jab that certain religion or wanting to jab that person because they don't agree with what, then get out of that relationship and don't do that to that person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I totally agree. It's so interesting. I appreciate you sort of calling me out for being snarky towards Christians, you know, and like, because it's so, this is actually a really interesting thing we could get into about privilege where, because I know where that comes from in you is like really painful experiences of being outcast and being teased and bullied and probably all these things, right? Because you were the Christian girl, because you were the preacher's daughter, mm-hmm. like whatever. Yeah. You know, and, and I think it's hard for people to connect to that. When there's so many strong associations between Christians, particularly in this country, and, like, bad things. You know, and, like, this, like, well, we are a Christian nation, right? Like, every single president of this country has described themselves as Christian, right? Like, yeah. And so, and so, on one hand, Christians are the majority, like, are the group with privilege, very much so. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important for Christians to reckon with that. But it's also true that many Christians have had experiences of being persecuted for being Christians and like one doesn't cancel out the other. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to like do this thing where we have to hold the two seemingly contradictory truths at the same time, you know? And I, and I mean, I debate with my, with people that are Christians and friends with me on Facebook and I debate with them when they post things that I feel like don't really show Christian values. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's okay to have conversations and debates and challenge people, but to just blatantly make fun of someone, I think that's just, it shows a disrespect, Mm -hmm. you know, and I, I had quite a few experiences growing up for being made fun of for being the pastor's daughter. You know, I, I did a lot of things that, that put myself in a very vulnerable situation Mm -hmm. as a Christian, mean, even saying that I, you know, went separate ways with my best friend because I had this, you know, thought that I had to be this type of Christian. So, yeah. But I I also, I mean, but yes to all of that. I'm also putting myself in the shoes of some of our listeners that would have a problem with either you or me or our podcast for sort of saying like, well, fundamentalist Christian, Christianity is, is fine. Like that's people's choices because there's also like gay kids killing themselves and like being sent to these like horrible like conversion mm-hmm. therapies and conversion camps and stuff like that, all because of this particular brand of faith. Mm-hmm. And so, on one hand, while I would never sort of persecute a, a individual um, for whatever their faith is, like I, it's also not okay to say that it's harmless. Like that, it's just like, well, that's what oh, they believe, sure. and they should be allowed to believe. Oh, it. And sure. it's like, no, actually. Like, kids are dying, you mm-hmm. know, like... And and there's going to be really, really shitty people in every... That's true. ...type of group. Yeah. Conservative, liberal, Christian, and... But there's, but there's also a difference between there's bad people everywhere and, like, when the doctrine of the... When the particular teaching and doctrine of the organized religion is itself problematic, mm-hmm. right? Like, anyway, we've digressed. 
I know. We keep coming back to Christian. It's because of what we identify as Christian. <laughs> and like does is, you Well, know. so, but see, but see, I don't identify as Christian. Oh, I feel like you've said that on the podcast, that you could identify as Christian. Yeah, I could, right? And like, so typically, this is interesting. So to get back to dating, in a dating situation, like if someone asks me about my, like, about what I believe, I I usually end up sort of telling them my story, which is growing up, growing up Episcopalian, which is very like liberal. And like, I was always like questioning and I would like ask, you know, priests and like, I was like, I like to like mess with people and whatever. And so like, I would be like, is masturbation okay? Like, and just like, kind of like, and I was lucky enough to be around adults and, and pastors and youth ministers and stuff like that who like, could handle that and like we're open to that, mm-hmm. right? And then going to college in the South, seeing a very ugly form of conservative Christianity, like being like, this is like nothing like what I want or believe. And then falling in love with like classes about Buddhism and like, mm. and I was an English major. So I was like, there's all kinds of ways to like transcend and like mm-hmm. see the God and beauty and everything and whatever. And then um, having had experiences in grad school of, um, you know, doing some, service and cultural immersion trips to uh, Lakota reservations out in South Dakota and like, and like learning about that sort of faith tradition and, and things like that. And, and now I'm a very like open multi-faith spiritual person. That's probably a little Christ leaning. Like that's, I, yeah, I like, that's what I would say. Yeah, too. Yeah. I mean, you love all of those podcasts and episodes that talk about Christ mm-hmm. and who Christ is. So, I mean, yeah, it doesn't matter what we call ourselves. I think we both have similar beliefs of who Christ was and how we should live today. Yeah. Okay. So by the way, side tangent, if you guys go back and listen to episode 17 with David Yaris, he's the founder of JSwipe, which is yes. the number one Jewish app in the world. So there is a little bit more variation of, mm-hmm. of talk about different religions. A yeah. Little like bit. managing that. Yeah. And I, and I think, you know, there's a lot of guests that I want to have on. I want to have a guest that can talk about interracial dating and a guest mm-hmm. that can talk about inter, uh, religion dating. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we're just, we're doing the best we can with the views that we have, but do we have any more questions? I think, well, I no, I guess not. Well, I did want to, I did want to say one more thing. Um, I've also dated, Uh, So I really like Jewish men. But one thing that I know that I can't do is I need to be able to celebrate Christmas. Mm -hmm. And so if I were with a partner and they're like, no, like I don't celebrate Christmas. It's not going to be present in my home. I just know that wouldn't work. My best friend, Allie, her parents, one of her parents is identifies as Christian. One identifies as Jewish and they celebrate all of it, Mm. you know, and so that would work. Yeah. It's so fun. So I knew a girl who was Jewish and this was when like J date was a thing, so that so like, J date used to be J is now J swipe J. So you talked to the founder of J date, who is now yes, which J is swipe. now J swipe. Yeah, which really interesting is she told me this story. And this was years ago, like ten or more years ago, and she was like, "So there's a question on J date that asks what like type of you know like what what brand of like." like Jewishness or Judaism are you right and it's like orthodox yes whatever and then one of the options was I'll tell you later and she was like all the guys who say I'll tell you later are not Jewish and they're on there like looking for Jewish girls really yes yeah interesting well now and we talked about this on episode 17 but now it's like orthodox um 
kind of Jewish (laughs) or not very Jewish or, um, or just the name or something like that. I forgot how it's Yeah, because like a lot of people identify as culturally Jewish, but not but they really don't religiously. Really, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And then there is one for other. Mm-hmm. So you can put other now, but that's mm. so funny. Yeah. I'll tell you later. You know yeah. what, guys? Let's end with that. Okay. If someone asks you what religion, just be like, I'll tell you later. That's a good one. Yeah. We have, if only you could write that in into like the Bumble and, and Hinge uh, categories. Well, put alert. Put other. other. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's put fair. other, and then I'll tell you later. And just yeah. talk. And there's no, I don't think there's any rules of when to talk about it whenever you feel comfortable. If you're like me and you like to get to the nitty gritty right away, then, you know, be like, I'll tell you now. Can, actually, <laughs> so, can I, can I tell you what would be more of a deal breaker for me along these lines is if someone was like, I don't believe in like therapy and like I think people just complain or whatever. Like then I'm out. Like oh, then yeah. I'm like, there's no way to coexist for here. sure. Right? Or someone that said they did therapy one time and it didn't work for them and they just don't think it's good. Yeah, yeah I agree. I would rather date an atheist than yes. someone who is like totally anti-therapy. Yeah, absolutely. You gotta be. You gotta be woke with yourself yes like yeah like yeah like like you never look inside and, yeah, do anyway. you like how gen z i just was <laughs> yes <laughs> i thought by the way i i i can't remember if it was on the on the mic or not but i you said something and i was like were you about to say that something was lit <laughs> that's, how, <laughs> that's how gen z um, you are. that's actually kind of like early millennial. L- yeah lit is over right yeah, lit is millennial but yeah. woke that's gen z mm-hmm. and i am totally woke Okay. I mean, I'm on TikTok. Guys, go follow me, at Leanna Joan. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right, you guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, Thank you so much for listening. Please continue to share with your friends. Actually, just like, just right now, just go pick your favorite episode and text it to a friend and just be like, hey, listen to this podcast or text it to five friends. Yes. Yeah. Um, And then follow us on Instagram at underscore Leanna Joan at hello and goodbye podcast at the real Jared Rodriguez and uh, subscribe rate and review on iTunes and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.